Hello everybody, this is Pastor Phil with Full of Life Ministries San Diego. I am glad to be with you all today, this evening, tonight, whenever you hear this broadcast or this podcast, uh, I hope that you're all well and that everything is going well in your life and pray that I'm praying that God is doing some great things in your life. And so um, thank you for listening. Thank you for being part of our podcast, Full of Life Ministries San Diego. Um, it's, it's a great time for us, even during this difficult time, during this crisis. It's a blessing to know that um, we can still connect with each other and connect with one another and, and pray for one another and just love on one another, even though uh, we're loving each other from a distance. Uh, love has no boundaries. Amen. So uh, I'm glad to be with you all um, for this podcast, and I'm excited what the Lord has given to me to share with you. And so we're going to go right into um, our podcast. And the title, I kind of changed the title at the last minute. I believe on episode three, I had mentioned about we're going to be dealing with the mind, the mind of ourselves and having the mind of Christ. And so I kind of tweaked the the title or the topic for, uh, for this uh, podcast so the title, the actual title of the podcast is entitled Principles of Personal Change, A New Way of Thinking. I'm going to say that one more time. Principles of Personal Change, A New Way of Thinking. Because guess what? If we continue to think the way we think, change won't happen. I'm going to say that one more time. If, if we continue to think the way that we are thinking right now, just just take a moment and just realize within the last week or the last few days how you think. And you know that you've you've kind of created a, a bad habit. And uh, that's not good. And so we have to create some new changes in our thinking in order for change to take place. So we're going to talk about some principles that will... I believe effectively work for our lives because change requires a new thinking, a new, a new way of thinking. And in order to change, we must learn about God's truth and start making good choices. But we also must change. We also must change the way we think because the battle over sin starts in our mind and is not in our behavior because the way you think determines the way you feel and the way you feel determines the way you act. If you want to change the way you act, you start by changing the way you think. Because our thoughts affect every single area of our lives and how much you can choose your own thoughts. And that's where Satan does all of his fighting. He tries to get you caught up with any bad or negative thought. But, but being a believer and that we have the word of God inside of us, we have the tools to defeat Satan. Now, I wanted to go over a few things that we deal with on a day-in, day-out basis when it comes to our mind. And so we're just going to go through a few of these, these types of things. And one of the lists that I kind of came up with, just think about how many arguments that you get into with loved ones, uh, family, friends, co-workers, customers, uh, it really affects the way we think. 
and the way we behave and our attitudes and our and then pride kicks in and then bitterness kicks in and all of the angers come from sometimes we do not address the things that affect our mind. Just think about how depression comes into your life and how you react to it and how you either you dispel it or you delete that file or you carry it around like like your wallet or your purse and it becomes part of your life. You get up with it, you take it to work, you take it to the store, you expose your kids or your families with this kind of depression. And guess what? That thinking has to change in order for change to take place. Just think about sometimes even financial issues or financial pressures that comes into our lives to affect how we think. And I know that right now during this pandemic that um, our finances, if we be honest, um, it's a struggle. I mean, just just when you go to the grocery store and you look around and you see how all these um, areas of the store is empty with no toilet paper, no what uh, uh, toilet paper, we got deodorant, we got there's a lot of things that they're out of stock and now you're trying to stock up because you never know what's going to happen with our country and with the nation and and um, will you be able to survive? And so those financial pressures, along with job loss, along with all these distractions financially can affect the way we think. And I really believe that we have to make sure that we were always constantly renewing our minds so when these pressures come, well, we know how to handle those kinds of pressures. Job issues. Now, I know sometimes on our jobs, we got people that we work with. And um, I don't know about you, but uh, we have interesting people that we have to deal with. And I always wanted to ask God, God, why do you allow these people to be in my life? Because they're either negative or they're manipulative or their motives are not right. They lie. They 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 cheat. They they connive. They do all these different things to affect us. And so when we go to work and on our in our workspace workplace, we have to deal with these types of issues on the job, and it affects how we think. Because when we get up in the morning, we're not excited about going to work and try to provide for our families and and even the good people on your job, we always focus on the negative more than we do on the positive. Like with my job, 97% of the people that I work with, customers alike, they're very nice people. But it's the 3% that gets on your last nerves. Can I get a witness out there? (laughs) And so job issues can affect the way you think. It concerns. Think about the concerns that you have for your future. Financially, you're thinking about, okay, will I have enough to retire? Will I have enough to be able to to uh, maybe buy some things, some, you know, a, a nice home or some nice clothes, a nice car uh, to get my credit together? <laughs> Our future sometimes doesn't look so good when we start looking at the mountain rather than looking at the person who can provide the answers for those mountains that's in our lives. 
Uh, there's other issues like the behavior issues about yourself. Now, you know, we always focus on the people that that we are around or that we're surrounded around around people that basically uh, really have bad behavior issues. But then we have to realize that we have some some areas of opportunity to change. I want you to, to just kind of visualize sometimes when you know that you're in the wrong, that you don't always admit that you're wrong. And you try to cover it up with your your wit and your smarts. And so now here you are trying to get over on people yourself. And so uh, these types of behaviors will affect how you think. Um, even our organization skills. Now, some people, man, I tell you, I know some people who are very organized. I mean, they have their clothes laid out. They got their clothes all nice and ironed and pressed and and not one thing is out of place. Um, even in their garage, my garage is, man, I don't even want to talk about my garage because my garage, at one point, I thought I had it pretty decent. Now it's back to, I got some work to do. And sometimes I, I used to tell my, my kids that how organized you are in your home can reflect how you are in your own personal walk. There is a correlation when it comes to your organization skills that can affect how you think. And those are not good things to, to carry with you. And, and so these things that we have to really understand that God does not want us to live in this kind of way. He wants us to be free, mentally free, spiritually free, and the like. And then sometimes even our personal insecurities. I want to to make some confessions because, you know, somebody said confession is good for the soul. And I do believe in that statement. And so I've always had personal insecurities all my life. And the older I get, I realize that those insecurities, man, I created 99.9% of those insecurities had nothing to do with the other person, had to do with me and where I was and where I am even today. You say, well, Pastor Phil, how could you be insecure? Well, there's some things in my life that I don't really feel good about and I'm, and I'm very um, honest when it comes to that. And I really believe that that's how God works with people when they're honest with their own insecurities, realizing that they cannot function in that kind of capacity. So these are things that affect how you think. Personal fears. Now, we all have some fears, personally, that does affect us. Some people are afraid of, of cats. Some people are afraid of mice. Some people are afraid of their own shadow. Uh, but there are personal fears that we all have uh, that we, we struggle with. And it affects how you think. And even your belief in God and yourself can affect how you think. And that's why it's time for us to renew because think about that, your belief in God. You know, um, when the storms of life rage, when things come out of nowhere, the unexpected hits you, your belief in God affects how you think. And the belief in yourself is when the storms of life come and when 
everything begins to crash and and you have you don't have all the answers and so your belief in yourself to say I can I'm able I'm more than qualified I can do this these are the things that can affect how you think and so we're going to kind of cover some principles of how that we can change the way we think so then when we live life we'll be free to live life and won't be bound by those things that affect our thoughts but before we go on with these principles we're going to take a quick commercial break and we'll be right back with our topic principles of personal change Hi guys, I'm Christopher. You may know me. You may have heard of me. I'm the editor of Full of Life Ministries San Diego podcast and I'm here to say that if you like what you're hearing and you would like to donate, you can. Head over to Instagram at Phil Gale Howard and scan the QR code on the second slide of the most recent post. You can use a QR scanning app or you could just point your camera at it if you have another device that has a camera function and it'll take you to either PayPal or Venmo where you can donate. Now, the money is going to be used to provide for the homeless and the less fortunate and those who have been negatively uh, affected by the ongoing pandemic, whether it be job loss or whatever the case may be. It would be greatly appreciated. Thank you so much for your time. All right, we're back with um, Full of Life Ministries San Diego podcast, dealing with the principles of personal change, the way we think or having a new way of thinking. So principle number one, in order for us to make changes, we have to constantly renew our minds. And this is scripture in Ephesians chapter four, verses 23 and 24. It's talking about being renewed in the spirit of our minds because we were created in the likeness of God in true and righteousness and holiness. Because this is so important because it's impossible to have a positive, peaceful life and at the same time, have a negative mind. Simply, it, to, to be renewed means that it is an ongoing process that God performs in us. The renewing takes place in the spirit of our mind. Because I'm sorry. God does the renewing as we obey him by saturating our minds with his transforming word of truth. So God's spirit performs the work of renewal in us. But we have the responsibility to use the means of renewal, namely his word, which renews our hearts and thoughts as we submit to it. So when we take time to renew our minds with God's word, we learn how to think like God thinks, says what God says and acts like he wants us to act. Then we have what we have because we li we're living the abundant life in Christ, filled with his righteousness, peace, and joy. And so that's principle number one. But then you might ask the question, you say, hey, Pastor Phil, well, how are we supposed to think? Well, the first thing we need to understand is that when we become new creations in Christ Jesus, what is normal for the world is no longer, no longer, no longer normal for us there's a way we're supposed to live that reflects the image of christ in the world amen and then the other thing is is that few of us are strangers to anxiety because see and anxiety it creeps in over big and little things 
gnawing away at our insides. Someone graphically described anxiety as a thin stream of fear trickling through our mind. If encouraged, it cuts a channel into which all other thoughts are drained. We now often hear phrases like being stressed out or having a panic attack. Sometimes we can't identify any specific reason for our anxiety, but it's there nagging away at our insides. If we don't learn to deal with it properly, it can cause all sorts of health problems, which in turn feeds our anxiety. So to experience God's peace instead of anxiety, we have to pray with thankfulness about every concern. Principle number two, we must put off anxiety. Now there's a scripture in Matthew chapter six, verses 25 through 34. It's the Sermon on the Mount. Jesus makes it very clear that anxiety stems from a lack of faith and from a wrong focus on the things of this world instead of our minds being on the kingdom of God. If we excuse our anxieties by saying, well, listen, I'm only human. Anybody would feel anxious in my situation. We would not overcome it because we are not confronting the root cause of it, namely our personal sin and not believing God and not seeking first his kingdom and his righteousness. So principle number three is that we have to have, we, that we have, I'm, I'm sorry, we have the mind of Christ. This means no matter what our circumstances may be, we can have God's wisdom, discernment, and peace to guide our decisions and to pursue what the Lord has planned for our lives. You have to understand that our mind is the very central part of our very being. Everything flows through our mind. Everything is affected or infected through our minds. So there's a scripture in Colossians 3 verses 2. It says that you have to set your mind on things above and not the things of this earth. And the only way that we can accomplish this is that we have to live a life that is that's the, that's determined by what God has put into our hearts what to do, and then we have to set our minds to do it. Because with the help of the Holy Spirit, we can make our mind stop overthinking our decisions. Have to have a made-up mind. There was a song that uh, I think uh, Hezekiah Walker, I think he's the, he's the artist, he says, my mind is made up. Because once you have a made-up mind, you can effectively live life with purpose and your destiny. You can achieve your destiny when you have a made up mind. A lot of times our mind is not always made up. And sometimes we, we, we become double minded like the Bible talks about. And double minded means that we're unstable in our, all of our ways. And the other thing is that we have to have a humble mind. Philippians 2 and 5 says, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. Because, see, listen, I want you guys to, to hear me in the podcast land that a person with a humble mind is peaceful because they can wait on God's timing and follow his direction. They don't constantly struggle with wondering 
why or when. And a humble mind isn't judgmental or critical of others. And usually people who are always criticizing other people, their mind is not where it needs to be. And they're bound by something or someone. And we call that someone Satan. And so we have to understand that the humble mind is something that we have to have in our being in order to be free. And, and when we allow our, our minds to be changed and to be renewed, oh my gosh, could you imagine the great things that you can do, the things that you can overcome, the challenges that will be before you, you'll be able to handle those so much better than you are handling them now. And then the other thing is that you have to have your mind focused. You have to commit your work to the Lord and your plans will be established. See, we live in an age of distraction. I mean, it's amazing how much information is coming at us. Most of the time through technology, the media, and the busyness of the world around us. You have to understand that the world probably isn't going to change so you have to change. You, you have to change because learning how to keep your mind on what you're doing rather than thinking about several things at once or what you want to do next is critical to have a focused mind. Now, you can choose. You can choose. You don't have to think about everything that comes into your mind. You can choose your thoughts and do your own thinking on purpose because there is a way to have righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit, to have victory in your circumstances and not live according to what the world views as normal. And it all begins with renewing your mind. It all begins by renewing the mind. The NAACP says, um, I believe it says that the mind is a terrible thing to waste. That means if you're not using your mind correctly, you're wasting your mind. But the choice is up to us that we don't have to waste. We can use our mind to glorify God. So we have to make the proper decision and spend time each day reading and meditating on God's word. We have to pray and ask God to help us to understand how to apply the wisdom to discern our everyday life so we can live a victorious life. As you do your part to renew your mind, God will do his part. And you'll love the transformation that comes with having a normal mind. And that normal mind is having the mind of Christ. Let us pray. Father God, we thank you for this time that we can share. Lord, we know our mind is not always thinking correctly, but I know you have the ability to change our thoughts, to renew us, to refresh us, to reset us, and put our mind on you. Because you said in your word, you says that you will keep us in perfect peace if our mind is stayed on you. So God, allow the changes to be uh, needed for our lives. God, help us to change how we think, to change how we, how we are, our behaviors, oh God, so we can glorify you in the highest. We ask all these blessings 
In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, listen, this is Pastor Phil about to sign off. I wanted just to give a, a shout out to all those who have contributed to Full of Life Ministries San Diego. You have been such a blessing to us. Um, we're able to raise some dollars to Im uh, impact those people who have been affected by this coronavirus, this pandemic that we're um, experiencing. I want you to please, if you can, help us in this endeavor. We want to impact the world. And that could be done through your giving. When you give to help somebody else, God sees your heart and he moves in your situation to better your life. So please, if you can support us financially, whatever that you can give, all I will ask you to do is just pray. Say, God, what can I do to help? How much can I give? And I believe that whatever you give, I know it's going to be a blessing to us, and I'm sure it's going to be a blessing to you. So just be prayerful. Please pray for us as we pray for you. If there's any questions that you may have, um, you can con contact us through Pastor Phil at LovingKindnessWC.org. That's my email address. Um, if you want to give, we have the different vehicles like Venmo and PayPal, uh, Facebook. There's uh, avenues to, to contribute that way. But most importantly, we ask you to share this broadcast. Just take it and share it so others can hear it and be encouraged and be be uplifted because guess what the more people that we can help together can you imagine how the world will change if we all do just a little bit to help each other out and so now the, the corruption that we see in our world will change when we go and we do the things that we can do to make a difference once again this is pastor phil signing off i love you with the love of christ I'll see you next week. Full of Life Ministries, San Diego. God bless.